Good morning, everyone. This is Bree Luganville of the Compassionately You podcast. And today we are talking with Christina Van Dam from Zeal Aerial Fitness. Um, so, Christina, tell me a little bit about what Zeal Area Fitness is and what you do. Yeah. Hi. Um, so, Zeal is really awesome. We are very unique. Uh, we focus on alternative fitness. And so, the way that we do that is through classes with pole dancing and the silks. I compare those to like Cirque du Soleil if people really don't know what they are. And then a hoop, uh, which is exactly what it sounds like it's a hoop that hangs down from the ceiling. So, we offer like beginning classes all the way through advanced for people. And I had seen that, I think there's a class on Wednesdays at 10.30? Yes. So, yeah. well, actually, we're not going to be able to have morning classes anymore oh, on Wednesdays. Right. I, was, I was looking at it last night, yep. and I was like, hmm, what class can I take? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we just got some new studio space, and um, because of their calendar, there was a conflict on Wednesday mornings. So we don't know when we're going to have the morning class yet, but we are going to be having a morning class. We just don't know what day. Oh, that is fine. Yep. That's so exciting. Yes. But yeah, there are plenty of different times, evenings, mm -hmm. and um, yep. you can look at them on their website. We'll get that to you later at the end of the podcast. But yeah. um, so anyway, I got really excited about the class and wanted to jump right in. But besides what you just said, yeah. what what's a benefit for people going to that type of class? Um, so it's a different type of fitness. So the way that I started then like found aerial fitness, I guess. Um, so my husband was really into rock climbing and I went with him and I'm like, this is so boring. Like <laughs> you go up and down the same wall over and over again. And it just to me like was not fun. He loved it though. So I'm like, okay, you love that. But now I need to find something that I like. And we were living in Utah at the time and I had a friend invite me to the gym. Um, and she's like, oh yeah, it's pole dancing. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know about pole <laughs> dancing. And I went to the class with her and I loved it. It was such a different take on like what I thought it was. Um, it was like super empowering. It was crazy how like sore I was the next day because of the muscles that I used that like I didn't even know I was using at the time because you use your own body weight. Um, and then at the same gym, they had silks and hoops. So she and I decided to try some silks and hoop classes. And I just, I was hooked. I fell in love. So when my husband would go rock climbing, I would go to uh, the aerial fitness gym. So yeah, for me, it's just, it, it's a variety. It's a, wor a workout that is always different. Um, so that's something that we strive for at the studio too. Like if you come to a class, it's going to be different every time. Um, our instructors have freedom in what they teach. So um, it's not like a set curriculum that they have to do the exact same thing at the exact class um, because everybody's different and everyone wants to do different things at different times. So we focus on like there's a cardio aspect to it and then there's conditioning and then we have like where you learn different moves and combinations together. And then because they're classes, yep. there's a community there, too. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that we're really trying to build up, too. Um, so because we're in the beginning stages, a lot of our students don't even know each other. Um, so once we have the studio space, which we're moving in on September 3rd, I'm so Yay. excited. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That's um, great. So once we have that, we're actually going to be holding, like, events for our members. There's going to be, like, open membership time where people can come in and work on their own skills. Um, and then we're hoping to have a showcase as kind of like our grand opening in October um, where they can actually perform if they want to. So, That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, and that is, like, the ultimate empowerment. Mm -hmm. You help them through, which we'll get into self-confidence <laughs> yeah. soon. Um, you help them through getting confident and getting strong, and then they get to show off their skills and be fully yep. empowered. Yeah, yep. 
Um, so since we kind of delved into that, um, talk to me about your own personal journey, um, related to your business and this type of fitness and self-confidence. Yeah. So I'm a pretty small person. Um, if you've seen pictures of me, I'm about five, four. Um, and in high school, like I didn't weigh over a hundred pounds until after I graduated. So I've always been really small and I've struggled with people just assuming that because you're small, you're weak. Um, and it just like, it's so frustrating because like people would always be like, Oh, you're just, you need help with that. I'm like, no, I can lift this box. Like it's fine. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I, once I found the aerial world, like I realized how much stronger I was and it really helped to, to build me up. Cause you know, when people always are kind of coddling you, you just think it's normal. Um, and then once I like went to the gym, like I was surrounded by other people who were just like so strong, like mentally and physically. Um, and it just like, it kind of creates a whole new you in a sense, I guess. Um, so I realized like I had strength that I didn't even know to like not only lift things up like physical strength, but also like mental strength to realize like, you know, if you, when you try a new move, like you have to be able to get over mentally, like what you're doing and trust your body. So I think that's a huge, huge hurdle, but it's amazing to be able to do it. Yeah. That sounds amazing. And have you seen, um, just, of the people who attend your class, have you seen them grow into kind of more self-confident as well as just more better versions of themselves? Yes. It's kind of awesome to see like when someone first comes to a class, usually they're pretty reserved. Um, And then like once they come to like night two or night three, because usually the same people are coming to the same time. You don't have to at our studio. Like if you want to come on Mondays and Wednesdays and the next week, Tuesday, Thursday, you can, but people are pretty routine. So we pretty much get the same group of groups of people at the same classes. So they start like making a community. Um, and actually I was teaching class on Monday night and, um, these two women like totally have bonded with each other. They didn't know each other before they came. And one of them was like, we should do a routine for the, the showcase. It'd be so fun. And the other girl's like, Oh, I'm a little nervous. And the other one was like, no, like we can practice together. I'll help you. So it was just kind of awesome to see like our students also taking each other like under their wings and just pushing each other to like be the best versions of themselves and be confident and, you know, just going out there and being proud of who you are. Like you don't have to be this image that people, you know, I think like the models and all that kind of stuff. And like, I really appreciate in society now how like we are like shifting towards there's not just one version of pretty. And I think that's awesome because I know I struggle with that, like, especially in middle school, like I thought this is how you were supposed to look, but that's something that like I try to always tell people is like, it doesn't matter what size you are, what color you are, what gender you are, like no matter who you are, everyone is beautiful no matter what. Let's see here. So many exciting things. <laughs> Other things, um, if it's okay to talk about before yeah. we started recording, we both said related that we we're moms. Yep. <laughs> and so maybe kind of delving into, um, body image shifts as we became moms. Yeah, no, for sure. I really struggled with this actually after my son was born. Um, I, well, first off, like during pregnancy, obviously your body changes a ton. And I feel like, you know, that's what we focus on a lot as like women in society, you always focus on how your body changes during pregnancy. But then after you have your baby, your body is like all over the place. (laughs) Um, so uh, I actually had a really unique situation after my son was born. So I had to have a C-section because he was breached. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, I had to have emergency, emergency surgery again because I had um, large kidney stones. Um, so when I, like my first month of my son's life, like I don't remember. And it was really hard for me to like 
even move around because I was in so much pain. And, like, I didn't know what was normal and what wasn't normal. And I wish that there had been more of a community to talk about, like, what happens when you're breastfeeding and, you know, you're nursing and, like, how your body reacts to those changes. So it was really hard for me. Um, And then, like, when my son was probably about five or six months, I started going to a pole class. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was really – actually, no – it was a he was a year already at that point. No, now I got to think about. I know this. doesn't I all remember. the year. It kind of blends together with yeah. <laughs> them. It goes so fast. It does. So I always so my son broke his femur. So I always like go Aww. from the time he broke his leg. Was it before or after that? And I think it was before that. Um, so yeah, he wouldn't have been a year old yet. I don't actually remember. Anyway, <laughs> I started going to a pole class, and it just it was nice to like have that confidence back, especially like my body looked very different. Like, you know, anyone who's a mom can tell you, like, you change. Like, we were talking about our hips, you know, like, (laughs) it it changes. It's just natural. It's what your body does. And I think, like, for me to go back in and start doing pole again, like, I was really, really nervous um, after I had my son. And I was very self-conscious because I did look different from when I had first started doing the aerial world. And um, I felt like I was way more in shape. And then after, you know, having a kid, it's hard to get back into all of that stuff. And I think just, like, the repetition of going and the people that were there. So no one else who was there at that studio was a mom when I started going again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, that was kind of hard for me. But then just the amount of support that they offered in a different aspect of, like, you can do this. Like, you know, yeah, you had a kid, but you can still do this. And, yeah, you might be nursing, but you can still do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just nice to, like, have the support behind that. Yeah, of the, going, getting back into it all. The encouragement, the mm-hmm. comfort. Yeah. Even if we come from different um, backgrounds and yeah. they might have not had children, just right. having that encouragement mm-hmm. is so needed. Yeah. Um, well, they, like, everyone was just so positive, too. And that's something that we strive for in the studio is, like, there's no point in being negative. There's no point in having drama because life is too short. So we just got to be positive and move forward and lift each other up because no one else is going to do it for us. So we got to be positive to each other. That's wonderful. Everyone should write down what she just said, <laughs> post that somewhere in our mirror or rooms or Instagram or anywhere and have that be our motivator for this week. Yeah. Um, and um, let's Now see. I'm going to have to go back and listen to what I said <laughs> so I can write it down too. I'll go into our question that I always like to ask. I always love giving advice, which I think you kind of already touched on it, yeah. but we'll do another tidbit of advice. Sounds like you've got lots there. <laughs> um, so what advice would you give someone who wants to strengthen their self-confidence? Um, so the first thing I would say is find something that you love to do. Um, if you're finding something that you love it's automatically going to give you a boost of confidence. Um, so, like, I know, like, a lot of my friends would be like, let's go running. And I'm like, I hate running. And I, like, I tried to run a 5K, and I was not in shape. And, like, I threw up afterwards because I hate running so oh. much. So I'm like, this is stupid, you know? Like, <laughs> And it's that didn't help me. But then I found the aerial arts, and I loved it. And I just keep, like, wanting to do more and wanting to be better. So I think finding the thing that you love, even if it's not something physical. I mean, I know people who love to paint or who love to write music or play the piano or sing, just finding the thing that you love is going to make you a better version of you because that's how you're going to build your confidence within yourself. Wonderful. Agree 100%. (laughs) Um, So, man, we've only talked for 12 minutes, so I really think I want to continue this conversation. We're just like really efficient people, I think. But um, let's see, other things. I guess I can I can relate really quickly with um, 
So if people want to know a little bit about me and what I think about um, at Life After Baby. So Mm -hmm. you touched on how people really document the growing of the belly. Mm -hmm. And then since I have photography in my background, I thought, oh my gosh, what if there was this trend that people started doing that would be therapeutic for them, hopefully, where you started documenting your belly after. Oh, my gosh. Because I never yeah. knew that you still would have mm-hmm. some of your uterus that would stay up yeah. for quite a while because it had exp- taken nine months to expand, mm-hmm. and it's not going to just right. just drop right down. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I, I would have people be like, oh, I thought that would be gone by now. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know, me too, but no one talked about it. And so I feel like if there was – even just some photo project or awareness that would document, look, this is what this belly is like one week after mm-hmm. or like right after baby, yeah. one week after, three weeks, a month. Yeah. It would just help because like you mm-hmm. said, a lot of people don't talk about it. Yeah, I think sometimes, because I was talking to a lot of people about this, and I'm like, why do we not share this? I think sometimes we don't want to one, um, say, oh, look, look what I've been through mm-hmm. and oh let me just tell you it's gonna be like this because yeah. we don't want to um take away from that person's experience during right the pregnancy and the excitement so I feel like if someone were like how so how do we raise awareness in a way that's right. not like telling them to be scared and like look at this right yeah. but I think everybody's comforting. journey is different though like in yeah. the after effect and so I think that's maybe why people don't necessarily talk about it like I know especially for me like I had kidney stones right after so I am not a reliable source to talk to about like after childbirth because I had to have another surgery right away you know and I think like everybody's story is so different and so unique and I don't know, like, I look at people who didn't have C-sections, and I see, you know, they were, like, up and running with their kids, like, oh, a week later, yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, but, again, so I had two surgeries, so I don't really even know from the C-section how quickly I would have healed. Yeah. So, I think maybe that's why we don't do it, because we don't want to tell women that their journey is different, you know? Like, we want, I think because after birth is so different for everyone, and Especially, too, because your kids are so different. Very true. Um, You never know. A kid might nurse really easily or a kid might have a really difficult time nursing or sleeping. And, you know, I think that we don't want to tell a mom that that's not normal. That's true. Like, well, my experience was this. Yeah. But in their head, Mm -hmm. when they're listening to what your experience is, they're saying, oh, my gosh, that's not my experience. What is wrong with my experience? Yep. Yep. Man, yeah. <laughs> there needs to just be a book where everyone shares their own experience, a picture right. of them and kid, their experience, and then we can just give that book to people, right. and then they can see how diverse everyone's mm-hmm. experiences are. Then that takes that talking out. <laughs> so if any of the authors are listening, there yeah. you go. There's your book project. There's a book idea. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. – uh, and so we're going to end with how people can find you. Okay. So how people can find your business, your classes. Yeah. So um, the easiest way to find us is through our website. It's zealarialfitness.com. We also have a Facebook page. It's Zeal Aerial Fitness. And we have an Instagram too. Again, Zeal Aerial Fitness. It's all, <laughs> all the same thing, keeping it easy. Um, and we're located at 1111 Godfrey in Studio Frenet. So that's where we'll be starting September 4th. So the third is Labor Day, which we're setting up the gym that day. And then the fourth will be the first day of classes there. Um, so yeah, you can come in and check us out. Like I said, we do have, um, like 
since we have limited class sizes, we like people to sign up with um, an app. It's called Mind Body Connect, which a lot of people are pretty familiar with. So we'll have that up and running within the next few weeks on our website so people can sign up for classes that way. Um, so you just go in and you like create a little account and then you sign up for class and then it like keeps track of how many classes you've taken and all that stuff. So it's really convenient and nice. Instead mm -hmm. of right now, we're doing everything by email, so it uh, gets a little confusing when someone is like, "Oh, I canceled," and you're like, "Oh, who's next on the wait list?" So that's yeah. wonderful. Apps are wonderful. I It'll know. be so much easier for people to mm -hmm. use and you to use on the back end. Yep. So yeah. Well, thank you so much, Christina, yeah. for coming and sharing a lot of different parts of your story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you, everyone. This has been compassionately you with Bree Luganbill, and I hope you have a positive start to your week.